Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. We're back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870. Want to tell everybody at 7 o'clock tonight, it'll be the Matt McMahon Show, LSU Basketball. We're going to go back to our Oakland Heart Jewelers Talk and Text Line. We're going to go to James in New Orleans. James, you in the huddle with Bobby and Mike. Hey, guys, you just had Madison on, and he said a dark horse. I'm not going to talk about the Saints, but okay. they got a real shot. They got a real shot. I mean, a real shot. Uh, because they're, they're, who, who are you talking about, James? Yeah, who got a no, real shot? The, 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 the Pels, they got as good a chance as anybody because he got yeah. a team. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, the talent, yes. Oh, yeah, they, you got to be yeah. healthy. Everybody got to play. You got to be available. The, the one thing, James, when you say, like, uh, okay, you know, they have a shot. To me, this is never good. Now, you got to have luck, whatever. You look at C.J. McCollum and the leadership he provides and Brandon Ingram and Zion, they played only 10 out of 37 games together. If they had played, let's say, I don't know, uh, 20, but like 10 out of 37, that's a problem. And what, they third in the Uh, West? Yeah, Right right (laughs) now, yeah. You're looking at uh, they are third third in the Western Conference. So. And, uh, and you're only one game behind the first-place first place Nuggets. Yeah. Come on. What else you got, James? So so the, here's the thing. The the uh, Falcons, they're going to have, as you guys know already, they're going to have at least 50, uh, 50 mil. Yep. Uh, and, they, and they're going to dip their nose in, in the offensive and defensive line. I can see them wanting Davenport as ma- no matter uh, him having James, a, a you thought the season. same thing as I did. Because Fontenot yeah. was part of that group. He's familiar with him. And he's familiar with Marcus. I think if they make a move toward a Saints player, it's Marcus Davenport. They sure could use a pass rusher. Now, again, how much you want to spend on a guy that's been the kind of like on the all-potential team, I don't know. But I do know to connect the dots uh, with him and Terry Fontenot. Well, well and, and James, it would be to our luck, or bad luck, I should say, that he would play with the Falcons, he never would be hurt. And he'd play the whole season. Because I'm going to tell you, Marcus Davenport in a Saints uniform has had a handful of games. I'm not saying like Cam Jordan. He can't hold Cam Jordan's jock. Uh, Cam Jordan's always available. 
But we've seen games of Marcus Davenport. Oh, my God. Well, he's well, not good. He's you know, dominant. Uh, he's run over people. But then where, where's so he at afterwards? And, and, and he's hurt or something and that. But, Mike, I think uh, Fondo and the Falcons, they know that. And, uh, and they that, may that. be willing to take a chance yeah, and yeah. pay more than someone else yeah, uh, uh, at that, this that, stage. That's interesting you bring up that point, James. But, James, you thought the exact same thing I did, that if there's a team, because when Deuce talked about maybe coming back on a one and prove it, I think Fontenot will say, wait a minute, we can give you a multi-year deal here. Uh, we gave you more money in the Saints. Yeah, I mean, and, yeah. and so and, it, and, it does and make sense. No, that it all it all matters, too. Uh, you know, it's all about relationships and who you're familiar with. Because I'm telling you, Mike, if Saints fans who that nature are really objective. And he'd be the type of guy Dean Pease would love. I know Dean from his Titans days. He loves those big, tall well, defensive ends. We've seen Marcus Davenport. If you bring up his highlight reel, not his lowlights, because he has more lowlights than highlights. But his highlight at reels in certain games, Mike, he's one of the most uh, definitely top three, top five dominant mm. edge guys in the whole NFL. Not the NFC South. When he's the healthy, NFL, yes. When he's available. But then I don't know. He got this. He got that. It's always something. It's always something. Yeah. James, thanks so much for the call, bud. We appreciate it. We're going to go to Menard in Baton Rouge. Menard, you're in the huddle with Bobby and Mike. Hey, what's going on, fellas? All right, uh, Menard, what's happening, brother? I got to ask a question about Sunday. Where was Elante Taylor? I didn't see him. Did not play. I'm wondering why he wasn't playing. And why Why did he not play? Well, uh, Menard, I, that, that's a good question. Uh, Mike, do you know his injury status? But I can tell you this, Menard, right now, if you based on what you've done. And I, Paulson Adebo will not play Sunday. Well, I think Paulson Adebo has been in a sophomore slump. Now, you see flashes of what he did as a rookie. But right now, if you truly just being objective, and now, now Lattimore has had a limited amount of playing time. But if you look at, like, okay, who's the top two cornerbacks right now? And Paulson Adebo was all airline highway in training camp. But right now, to me, the top two cornerbacks, and you need more than two. You need but three. The, but the top two is Alante Taylor and Marshawn Lattimore. I ahead, don't disagree. Ahead of Adebo. Oh, I don't disagree. But, but, let me, but let me ask you on this. Why are we having this discussion and not a discussion of why Reggie Roby is even in the game? So Brad, who are you talking about? Bradley Roby? Bradley Roby? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bradley Reggie Roby was yeah. the player. Yeah, because okay. he's the, the nickel guy. He, he's the slot corner. Okay, we don't have enough imagination – that we can we can take and swap these guys. No, it's out not imagination. It's the skill set of the player. Uh, you know, you could be an outstanding yeah. cornerback, and how you utilize the sideline to your advantage in coverage. Ooh, that's a whole lot different animal when you're on the slot, where they can go left, okay. right, or vertical. Where if you're on the sideline, okay, I'm telling you, it's, it's a lot harder when you're in that slot. I'm telling you, that's just that's why it's not just the guys on the edge. I can even remember that uh, this is even going way back to the 90s, that you would have a, a, a cornerback and they were outstanding on the outside. Man, you could burn them when they were in the slot. And, Mike, they, they, they would do leverage and, and you know, like where did their hips, how they would turn their hips and all that and utilize the sideline as an extra defender. You put them in the slot, they get all turned around and they couldn't play. And I understand Alante in the first half. Hell, the defense barely saw the field. What happened in the second half? 
Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, so, but, but that's a coaching decision but, 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 uh, uh, at that point. Okay, but let Menard finish right quick. Uh, Menard, but, but finish just your point. Well, my thing is my problem with this coaching staff, and it, it's a huge drop off since Sean Payton is gone, is the imagination of this staff to be able to put players in and and, and use players, utilize young players. Instead of instead of retreading the same old crap like uh, Smith at wide receiver, instead of that wealth of young talent we had, that was insane to keep that guy. Talking about Traquan, he's talking about Traquan yeah, and yeah. Keith Kirkwood. Yeah, Keith Kirkwood and all that. No, no, that well, there you you and, got and no disagreement on me on that. The only I thing, agree with the you. The only thing is, he said, let's bring a young guy in. Are they familiar with the offense? Traquan Smith and uh, Kirk and Keith. Keith. Both they you, they knew the plays. They knew the plays. But, but they, they, they can't play. No, I, I'm not saying that. You but can't you, make a play. But wait, but Menard, when you brought up though Bradley Roby, if Sean Payne was here, Sean Payne has nothing to do with the defense. That would be all Dennis. Yeah, if who's playing? Oh, Sean would do some difference. No, he wouldn't on the offensive side, but not the defensive side. He would not do anything different right now if he was coaching what Dennis Allen has done this season. That's Thank a fact. That's not an opinion. Thank you, Menard. We appreciate the call. We'll be back with more sports talk and Scott Rabelais from the. Advocate Times Picayune right after this break. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
We're back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870. Mike Detail along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear, on our Oakland Hard Jewelers Talk and Text Line, Scott Rabelais. Scott Rabelais, lead columnist for the Advocate Times Picayune. Scott, thanks so much for joining us this afternoon. And, man, doesn't this fit the script of what Scott Woodward always wanted, right? Man, you look at women's basketball. How well Matt McMahon's getting this LSU basketball team to play. Jay Johnston's team is ranked number one before the season starts, and you got a first-year head coach at LSU with ten wins. Yeah, I mean this is um, this has been Scott's mo. You know, his previous stops as an AD in Washington and Texas A&M, bringing in big-name coaches. And you brought in Chris Peterson at Washington. They went to the playoffs. Brought in Jimbo Fisher. Obviously, the jury's still out at Texas A&M. On Jimbo and uh, Buzz Williams, a uh, basketball coach, and you know, I'm sure he's made some other hires too. And, but he, you know, he's hired some of the most experienced and most sought-after coaches in the country. I mean, Matt McMahon was going somewhere. Yeah. Uh, you know, after last season at Murray State, and of course, Jay Johnson is just a—he's just a grinder. Whatever the baseball equivalent of a gym rat is, that's what he is. Kim Mulkey's the most accomplished coach LSU's ever hired in any sport, and and Brian Kelly is the most accomplished football coach LSU's ever hired. So. He has the imagination to bring these people in and and uh, wherewithal to, to pay them. And, uh, yeah, it's paying off um, very handsomely at this point for LSU, and I think there are even brighter days to come. Now, uh, Scott, uh, you brought it up. It just uh, triggered. Uh, I was thinking about this. I know you probably have an opinion. I was like, man, what? Uh, Bobby Petrino, Coach Petrino leaving UNLV a head job, and all of a sudden <laughs> he's with Jimbo at a and I'm like, whoa, could Jimbo uh, step out the way? Uh, that has to be some kind of deal, like Petrino said. Okay, if I'm he, he might have got a name image likeness <laughs> deal to go to. <laughs> now, if I'm coming here, uh, but we, we're going to do what I want to do offensively. And obviously, if you win, you don't have no strife. Uh, but uh, there's no way to me that he would leave UNLV to go to A&M Unless Jimbo told him, no, you come run the offense and you can do what you want. You, you would have to think so. <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, you know, it's um, it, it's a little it, – it just kind of fits in the Bobby Petrino M.O. Too. Uh, sure by the way, Barry, Barry, yeah, <laughs> He was the offensive coordinator at UNLV. Barry Odom left yeah, Arkansas Barry to be the left. head coach at UNLV uh, to be the head coach there. So that was, you know, I guess an easy, an easy move to make in that regard, though he'd been there about a month. But um, – you know, Bobby Petrino brings a lot of baggage. Well, we got a couple of coaches bring a lot of baggage to the SEC, right? Uh, with him and, and uh, Hugh Freeze yeah, at yeah. Auburn. Uh, it's going to be interesting in, in that regard. Uh, Man, I'm waiting great- for the tweet from Lane Kiffin about this. <laughs> it's got to be something. No, it's Lane Kiffin's like Lane Kiffin's like the choir boy uh, <laughs> compared to uh, you know Petrino. And then, uh, boy, you look at Hugh Freeze, but. You know, uh, Scott, I don't know, uh, you know, I guess obviously you want to be great on and off the field. But if you win, if you win at Auburn and you win at A&M, none of that even matters. <laughs> yeah, winning is, is the name of the game. But uh, it, it's uh, for now, it's like, you know, why are you bringing in these people? I think mean, people right. can, can second guess a little bit. But, uh, hey, maybe it makes people stop uh, making fun of Brian Kelly and saying he, he spoke with an accent at the basketball right. game. Uh, you know, I don't think you're going to be hearing a lot about that. It goes to show you, too, Brian's assimilation uh, down here. Uh, and he did recruit in the Texas and Louisiana area. And so there is some connections there. But what's been impressive is the fact that I think he's he won over a team that man, you wondered a little bit after that Tennessee game how they would react. 
but he got him to believe it. And I heard him say this at a Tiger function about there comes a moment that a coach finally gets to his team. It's that moment that they believe in us and we're going to give you the best chance to win. Just believe in us. And I, I really think he hit it after that Tennessee game. I really think that was the moment they believed in Brian Kelly. I think you're right, Mike. And I think Kelly has said something to that effect that, you know, after that, you, you, they're like, whoa, you're like looking at the schedule. Boy, this is tough. They go to Florida and win. They come back home and beat an then unbeaten Ole Miss team. Then they beat Alabama. And, uh, yeah, that, that from, from that point on, they rebounded and hit a stride that, yes, in with a conquer at Texas A&M. But, you know, you're probably going to have that with this team. At some point. Look, 10, 10 wins if this team with what you know, the challenges they had from where they came a year ago in the Texas Bowl with how few players they had available to now and to, to, you know, blowing out Purdue, which obviously had a lot of challenges too. Okay. Uh, you know, they were shorthanded like LSU was in, in some, in some areas, but it's a, um, it's an impressive first year and you have to give uh, Kelly a lot of credit and, and look, looking forward to the future saying this, this is the kind of coach I personally think LSU needs like a, he, you know, someone you know, like a Bill Arnsparger or Nick Saban, who's going to be a, a little bit, of, you know, kind of the CEO mode, is going to instill discipline and accountability throughout the program, and is not going to take a, a lot of, you know, BS from players. I have to believe, a little, as much as he's going to miss Keishon Butte, his talent, I got to believe he's not going to miss some of the drama. Yeah, I agree uh, with him. Agree. With him turning pro, <laughs> so um, uh, you know, it's uh, it's going to be very interesting. Uh, off-season for LSU, uh, you know, the anticipation for this coming season will be higher. The expectations will be higher. Uh, those are things he's embraced. And I think when they when they go back to Orlando in September to play Florida State, could be you know uh, two top ten teams playing with with in a very you know postseason like atmosphere in uh, Camping World Stadium. Now, uh, Scott, with all the college football that you've witnessed, I don't know. I, I can't recall. Maybe you could enlighten me. Uh, you're more historian in this uh, historian in this area than me. Uh, but looking at Tulane, and then I'm looking at TCU. Tulane had a dismal, what, they had 2-10 record. Then all of a sudden, they're 12-2, tied undefeated, uh, 1998 uh, team for the most wins in school history. Then you look at TCU. They had a national championship game, and then Sonny Dykes comes there. What, what uh, Coach Patterson, uh, he had established, uh, you know, a winning program at TCU. But what were they, 5-7? and seven? I don't know if I've ever, you know, going like from the outhouse to the penthouse, uh, what Tulane did in TCU uh, is kind of remarkable. Well, it certainly is. And, uh, you know, Sonny Dykes, you know, once upon a time coaching at Louisiana Tech. That was his right. first head coaching job. Uh, got some players from uh, Louisiana, some players from the New Orleans area. Uh, you know, the, look, you, you just need a few good key players to be, to be you know, really good. I mean, the TCU hasn't recruited at the level of Alabama or Georgia or an LSU last few years but but here they are in the championship game kind of got that that uh that team of destiny uh kind of feel to them uh although they're a big underdog against georgia uh, rightly so but but going back to tulane i mean you know this is tulane hasn't had a win like this since before before world war ii yeah yeah exactly (laughs) none of us were covering it back then the very first sugar bowl you know none of us were there then they played in the very first sugar bowl uh, you know, back in the mid '30s, and they played in the Rose Bowl, but but and, and lost to USC in the Rose Bowl. So getting the win was, was amazing. And 
and uh, you know, for Tulane. And, and look, I think it shows with the college football playoff expanding that begrudgingly people have to say these schools from these conferences deserve a seat at the table. And, you know, they're, they're going to be guaranteed us at least one spot and, and maybe more if their ranking uh, uh, justifies it in the new 12-team playoff that we're going to see uh, season after next. And, and, you know, you had Cincinnati make it to the Final Four last year, and now you have TCU in the final, and you have Tulane. What they did, these schools are going to have to be respected. I, I think it could still be hard for right. uh, a, a Tulane uh, to, to make a run. You have to win three games to yeah. win, the, win the college football playoff in this new format probably. But – they deserve. They're going to deserve, have shown that they deserve a shot through what these teams have done the last couple of years. Now, uh, Scott, you bring that up. You wouldn't believe the fans that have come up to me, Bobby. Why doesn't LSU Tulane? Why they don't play uh, <laughs> anymore? And you know, and and you know, I bring up because within the state, we all know LSU's the top dog. But you look at like in Mississippi, you have the Egg Bowl, Ole Miss, Mississippi State. You got the Iron Bowl, Auburn, Alabama. I think you have now. This is my dad and all the way back, and I think you might be old enough. You know, the winner had to pull. Uh, I mean, had to got to ride in the wheelbarrow where their opponent pushed them around. I mean, I was there in Tulane Stadium. LSU had beaten Tulane twenty five years in a row, and then uh, Tulane finally came away with a win. Scott, I was telling Mike and all this. My dad would have cheered for USC. My dad would be like, if you're a true LSU fan and you bleed purple and gold, you, I, he goes, I would cheer for Russia over Tulane. I would never. So to me, I think from a fan standpoint, now I know money's always involved. I don't know. I think it'd be good for the state and football fans. I don't say they got to play every year, but what if LSU and Tulane played like, uh, you know, like AFC and NFC, how you rotate divisions? If we played like once every four years or Scott, something. Scott, I think you'd agree with this. The two things that have changed in our lifetime is LSU fans affect toward Tulane and Ole Miss. That was an absolute hatred for Ole Miss in a bowl game. Uh, they would, I said, like Abear, they would have pulled for Red China oh, or yeah. Russia before Ole Miss. Uh, but that, that we live in a different generation today, where the look at Tulane and the look at Ole Miss is a little different. No, they think Alabama. They look at Florida, even. But uh, to me, I don't know. It's it's in Louisiana, uh, Scott. Do you, can you talk to Scott Woodward and say like, okay, well, well why don't we play? Uh, <laughs> Tulane. I know we might think we helping out them financially, whatever. But that's what the fans would want, I think. You know, I think I think yes, some fans would want. It. I think some fans would say no, they don't. They don't want to help don't out Tulane. I think my dad sticking point would would be that Baton Rouge one year in New Orleans in, in Tiger Stadium, which is a big a big stadium that you can have a big a big gate at. And the Tulane Stadium, or then of course the Superdome, and now you have Yulman Stadium, which you know obviously is not what's the thirty thousand seats. Yeah, yeah, no, we'd have to play in the dome. <laughs> you would have to play in the Superdome. Yeah, I would think so. And would Tulane agree to that? I don't know. Now, LSU has tried to spread the wealth around the state. You're playing in some in-state schools. Right. Uh, obviously, I just played Southern this year. They're going to play Grambling next year for the for the first time, probably the one and only time. And then you have Army also coming in. But, you know, they're looking to get the one big uh, Power Five, you know, home-and-home home series. they got Clemson on the schedule in, in the near future. Uh, uh, they got to play USC to open the 24th season in Las Vegas. Those are the kind of games that seem to be more on LSU's radar. But uh, once in a while, sure, I don't think, I don't think every year anymore, Bobby, I don't, I don't think it's a, a rivalry to be played every year anymore. But twice a decade, 
so I can see that. Sure. Yeah. Now, now Scott, Scott well, uh, go ahead. Well, yeah, yeah. What about because uh, you look at uh, it's a different animal now. We all talk about this. Uh, you look at the transfer portal, name, image, and likeness. All of a sudden, Coach Kelly, he's looking at the linebacking core and says, "Well, you know, we all right that all of a sudden you have an individual uh, that I'm going to transfer." Uh, now, I'll be interested to see where he like ends Demario up. Like Demario Tolan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, he really praised him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And his assistants yeah, praised yeah, yeah. him. Yeah, Coach Kelly. So it's like, okay, wherever he ends up, you know, it might not be the opposing coaches involved, but somebody paid him. I mean, well, we have enough common sense. Okay, if that occurs, and then also— And then he didn't play in the Citrus yeah, Bowl, I want you to which com- really drew up the Comment flag. on that, and then also the quarterback situation. You can't keep everybody happy. I mean, I'll look at Howard, uh, kind of the future. You look up, uh, I mean, come on, you, you got to be realistic with Daniels. How you can't, you can't back him up. But then Nussmeier, they're like, man, man, I can play. And then you look at different scenarios or situations. I just threw out there, I mean, I can see Sonny Dykes, uh, or, or not him, but. Or uh, Dave Aranda at uh, Baylor. Uh, at Baylor, like, like TCU right. or Baylor people going after Nussmeier. So how about you come play here? Yeah, I, I, well, obviously. Name, image, and likeness has changed the landscape so much. It giveth and it taketh away. I mean, you know, you, you have, I don't think Brian Kelly could have built this team into uh, an SEC West champion 10-win team that's going to finish in the top 15 in the polls this year without the transfer portal. That's true. I mean, look at their secondary. I thought it was like the United Nations. You had delegates from all over the place, <laughs> you know, playing in that secondary this year. And, of course, Jaden Daniels coming from Arizona State. Uh, but it is, uh, conversely, it can take it away. I mean, it's, you know, you, you see a Demario Tolan who he praised, who it sounds like they, they were really counting on him to play alongside Harold Perkins next year in a key role. And, and now he's in, in, in the portal. You, you have to, I don't know. Uh, you know, I, I know you're not asking me, I don't know, but you have to, as you said, common sense, the case that there was some enticement for him to go somewhere else. And we'll right. see, you know, once where he lands, the, the, the transfer portal window will, there'll be another opening after spring football. LSU has got to get some linebackers. And I think, that, that's the thing. I think people can get upset and say, you know, you lose some players, but then you're going to pick up some players. You go, oh, well, you know, that okay, he's he's good. He's going to help. I look at uh, Makai Wingo. You know, was a third. Te- turned out to be a third team All American from you know, Missouri. You, you really needed yeah. him to come in. It one of the stories of the whole season to, to, to replace Mason Smith. He got hurt in the first game. As for the quarterback situation, Kelly was very adamant right after the game on Monday. Said. All three quarterbacks will be in spring football. If all three quarterbacks are still there when they go back to Orlando in September, I will be I will be surprised. I will too. I, I, I'd be like shocked. The, I mean, no, <laughs> no, I mean, that's the that's the most volatile position in college football. Uh, Nussmeier, you know, has shown enough to where he, you know, obviously he's going to attract some, some schools. I think Walker Howard is probably going to be. You know, he 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 was willing to redshirt this year, and he again. By the way, people saying he played in the bowl game. The NCAA allowed players to yes, keep yeah. their red shirt. It didn't count. If they yeah. play in the bowl. Uh, yeah, a very, a very good rule in, in my – a very good decision by the NCAA, in my opinion. So I think Walker Howard will be content to serve one more year as an apprentice under Jaden Daniels if he's the, the backup, and, you know, with the idea that he's going to be the man in 2024. So, uh, you know, maybe he could you – know, it's a, this is a very political – it's a political tightrope Brian Kelly's got to walk right. with his quarterback <laughs> room. It's going to be – if he can pull it off, I will be impressed and, and say – that, that's a, that's a heck of a, a job, a sales job. If all three of them are on the roster in September when they go play Florida State in Orlando, Scott. Uh, but I, I think it's gonna be hard. Scott, last question: John Emery Jr. Do you think he returns? Uh, no. Okay. 
I think probably not. Okay, because, uh, man, of all the backs, he's certainly the most explosive. He shows it at times now. He would get under my nerves a little bit because he leaves the ball on the turf. But, man, he's got some explosiveness to it. And he also looks at those two freshmen coming in, too. Yeah, I think uh, I think if I had to guess, I think he, he he will be gone. But I agree with you; he can help you at times, but maybe not as consistent as Kelly would like. Thanks so much, Scott. We appreciate it, buddy. All right, Scott. Always, yeah, yeah. Always Scott, you remember this old school chant? I always tell this with Mike and oh, my dad. Be like, he goes. It'd be like, no, it'd be like, go to hell, old Miss, go to hell, <laughs> go to hell. Now, do, do they even still do that chant? I don't know if they even do that. No. And they, and, no, and even no, the, no. We, we, we used to do a chant. The other one was I, I don't think I could say this on the radio, but like wee 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 on Ole Miss, but it starts with a P. <laughs> Get it rhymes with Miss. I mean, I remember we all be, yeah. be hollering that. I mean, like what? I don't think they do that anymore. No, Bob, <laughs> that no. that's uh, put away in the booth. <laughs> they'll they'll break it when they need it. Scott, thanks so much for joining us this afternoon. All right, Scott. All right, guys, thank you. All right, Scott Rabelais from the Times-Picayune Advocate covering LSU sports. We'll be back with more sports talk here on the Big 870. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Time now for What Are the Odds? Presented by FanDuel, America's number one sports book and the official sports book of WWL. Here we go. Now, let's hand it off to Team WWL. Welcome back to Sports Talk. Time now for What Are the Odds? Brought to you by FanDuel, a number, America's number one sports book. Mike, I think we're going to start out with the National Championship Games line, right? Yeah, we'll take that, and I'll take the points. Uh, I'll take Sonny TCU. and TCU in the points. What is it? 14 Plus, and a it was 12 and a half. 12, 12 and, and a half. half. Yeah, I'll still take that. For I'll still take that. Also, it, it, uh, it is kind of uh, 12 and a half. What would it been? Is that where it's hovering around? Well, it, it started was 14, at 13 and a half. It was 13, went to 14, 14 and, and a half, down. and went down to 12 and a half. So a lot of people were taking that 14 uh, and a half. Uh, so you taking the points, Mike? Uh, well, I took it Monday. It was 14. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and well, Silver Slipper. Two touchdowns. And so uh, I got the two full ones, but I'll, uh, I'll Still take the twelve and a half and, and TCU. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm yeah, but you, yeah, but you're a Sunny Dykes fan. That, that's your partner. That that's your buddy. But I don't know. I'm no, just, I didn't take him last week though. No, I, no I, exactly. <laughs> that's true. I, I, that's I, one of the games I lost. You took TCU yeah, last week. Yeah, yeah, I took TCU, but uh, I don't know. Uh, listen, I think Georgia uh, Bulldog defense got humbled. They might get humbled again. Uh, I mean, uh, look, they were giving up basically like 10, 11, 12 points a game. Ohio State and Stroud, uh, the how Stroud uh, made plays with his feet. He embarrassed them, uh, but I, I, I'm going with kind of SEC. I, I like SEC domination, 
So that's why I'm just going with the Bulldog. That's my rationale, just by that. And giving up the 12 and a half. You know, the worst thing with that is you get caught with that backdoor cover. Yeah, yeah, Charlie yeah. and I have talked about that. It's happened okay. all bowl season. All bowl season. Uh, it, it's happened. Almost every game, uh, you can see it that way. Games I lost, it's been that backdoor that's caught me. I'd yeah, imagine yeah. like half of both of our losses, Mike, have been because of those Man. backdoor covers. They've been brutal. Yeah, I agree. So uh, anything else, Charlie? Is, is that uh, what well, we the, Yeah, that line, that 12-and-a-half line. I think TCU's being underrated here, guys. I mean, Max Duggan and uh, Quinton Johnson and Kendra Miller, they got some really good playmakers on offense. And the Georgia's running defense, back being hurt and you not no, knowing, the, the, yeah. that's true. I, I think is part of it. But Quinton Johnson, he'd start on every team in the NCAA, in college football. He's that good. I think he'll be the first pick of a wide receiver. I think he's a potential top 10 pick in the 2023 draft. But hardly anybody's heard of him. Well, Quentin well, Johnson's big time. Well, I can tell you how TCU would win for sure because I know the odds, whether it's high school, maybe not high school, but I know college other pros, you get two pick sixes, you ain't losing. Right. No, it's amazing the game was even that close against Michigan. Michigan had two pick sixes against them. So, Mike, hell yeah, you should win. And I look think, at that game was I close. I think the stats on that, if you get two turnovers for a touchdown. Yeah, yeah. Like it, a scoop and score, a pick six. You yeah. win 92% of the game. All right, right, Mike. That, that, see, if, the, if Georgia does that, TCU, yeah. yeah they cover that 12 yeah, and a half, 14 points. They'd have a chance to win, uh, you know, if that would occur. The NFL is a little bit different because with Week 18, some teams have sealed up those playoff spots. Others are still fighting to make it in. So some of these lines are just kind of wild. Um, but I think the real important ones are the ones with those teams that are fighting for playoff berth. Obviously, the Titans and the Jaguars on Saturday night football. Jacksonville. Don't favorite. ask me about no Titans because I'm going to tell you right now. The I'm line's going, going down. Yeah, it's going down, but I'm going with the Jaguars. Who's playing quarter with the third? Joshua Dobbs is going to play. Uh, He's yeah, going to yeah, be yeah, the yeah. star. No, He's no, playing I, over, um, over the rookie. Over Malik, yeah, yeah, Malik, yeah, Malik. Malik. Because Malik can't barely throw yeah. for over 100 yards. Now, he can run like hell, but, no, but, he can't but you got to throw it. Yeah. And I think That's why they go going with Dobbs. Um, you know, Dobbs has got some experience. He's a real sharp guy. But I think sometimes if you're so smart like what he is, it's hard for you to quick compartmentalize of where to go with the football. Right. And and, and uh, basically, Dobbs is a rocket science. He is. A right. Rocket science. You know, so, no, it's not rocket science. Well, no, Joshua Dobbs is a rocket scientist. And yeah, that's all. Because sometimes your head, if you got too much in it, it, it doesn't quite click. Now, after a while, if they give you a time to think of it, but then they ain't playing quarterback. You always told me playing quarterback was like being a fighter pilot. You got about that much time to think about no, how to maneuver the plane. I'd always pray to God. Now, I don't know, God didn't maybe always honor this, <laughs> but I would just well, say. Maybe he wouldn't listen. Uh, I would say, <laughs> I, I, I'd say, uh, God, I'd say, Jesus, whatever, God, I'm a Christian. So I'd just say, Help me to make quick and rational decisions. Not like all of a sudden you, you got to help me win and all that. So if I know what I'm doing and you help me make quick and rational decisions, then I think I'm going to have uh, all, that most success. I think I will be overall successful. Now, uh, that just shows you the speed of the game and how the NFL is. That's why Mike also and Charlie, uh, I, I want to talk about this. Help me out, because I just read this. I didn't even investigate or research. You know, all of a sudden, uh, I got hit in the head too much. Uh, Two was not playing. 
Teddy Bridgewater, he's jacked up. He ain't playing. Who's playing quarterback for the Dolphins? I don't even who Skyler is Skyler Thompson, I think it's Skyler Thompson. Thompson. Yes. Now, who is that? He was at Kansas State. Remember, he was the quarterback last year for when Kansas State beat LSU. And he lit it up during preseason, but I mean, but he was, okay, that's but that's yeah, preseason. Right. So I I it, 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 listen, I think the Dolphins are in trouble. I think they in big trouble. They well, they started it, out eight and three and now they're eight and eight. And what you got, an eighty four year old owner? Man, he ain't happy about this. Mm-mm. I'm a multi billionaire. Man, I don't have too much time left yeah, on this, sir. Mr. Ross, yeah, uh, yeah, I want to yeah. win now. McDaniel, you didn't win for me. Oh, uh, the, uh, hey, listen, they don't. They lose this Sunday. That's another place Sean Payton might go. Yeah, because remember, that's what got the Dolphins in trouble was him flirting and with Sean and Tom Brady. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that, so that. I, I like Jacksonville to give you the, the deal. The other primetime yeah. game with a lot of playoff implications, the Lions at the Packers. Both teams are 8-8. Eight and eight. You know, the, the lines really came on late, but they I'm dropped that game Green to Bay. Carolina. It's in it, Green Bay. It's hard to go against Aaron Rodgers like Tom Brady, but I'm, I don't know. I'm cheering for the Lions. I mean, how can you cheer against the Lions? Come I'm on. not going to do it with my heart. I'm going to no, do it with yeah. my head. No, that, I that, like that, the Packers. That, that and, and Packers are hot. And, and Rodgers. And well, I know yeah. one thing would be happy. Boy, the NFL would be thrilled to have Aaron no, Rodgers. They want Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. They want Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady. They want him in those games. Because all about the ratings. Uh, they want Sneak that all to come about. Uh, now, 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 Charlie, are we finish on, on that uh, with FanDuel or not? Yeah, basically. I mean, those uh, are oh, the okay. two real big playoff games. Okay, Charlie, oh, okay. finish uh, it up for no, us. No, no, I, I got to read this. I got to read this. Uh, this is ticking me off. This is a fan or somebody that hears what they want to hear. And this is 83-63. And, you know, we were talking about Sean Payton and Dennis Allen and all their responsibilities. And it, this caller, this texter, I should say, says, no different. You're kidding, right? Dennis Allen can't carry Sean Payton's lunch. That's not what we said. Do you hear what you want to hear? It's about the defense. Sean Payton, as a head coach, would not tell Dennis Allen what to do defensively. So uh, you text her. You don't know what you're talking. You're not hearing what you're hearing. What you want to hear? You might hate Dennis Allen. Doesn't have nothing to do with it. So what occurs without defense this year, or what occurred in the previous year? Sean Payton don't tell Dennis Allen what to do on defense. He runs the offense. Now, you might think Sean Payton is great and high and mighty, and I think he's awesome. He's going to get paid $20 million a year. But Sean Payton does not tell the defensive coordinator what to do. A coach can't do everything. you got to delegate authority. i never forget Richie Richie Pettibone telling me, you know how many meetings Joe Gibbs walked in with me? I was defensive coordinator. He said, two. Right. Look how long he was with me. He never told me anything. And and the Redskins were winning Super Bowls then. <laughs> exactly. No, Charlie, finish yeah. it up. Yeah, that's it for What Are the Odds? Brought to you by FanDuel, America's number one sports book. We'll be right back right after this. We're finishing up here on Sports Talk on the Big 870. It'll be the Matt McMahon Show coming up at 7 o'clock tonight. I want to tell everybody tomorrow, 535, Jim Nagy, who runs the Senior Bowl, Reese's Senior Bowl uh, out in Alabama, and um, Tajay Spears has committed that he he is going to play uh, in the Senior Bowl. And I think it's the smart thing for him to do, get in there, showcase your skills uh, as a runner and receiver in front of the football world. Oh, There's it, no more scouts, GMs, than, than right there at the Mike, Senior Bowl. Mike, you know what's crazy when you look at that USC-Tulane game? As explosive as USC was, you know, Heisman Trophy winner. Yeah, you look at uh, what Tulane was able to do against that USC defense. Yeah, it was the USC uh, USC defense. 
But I'm looking at, like, uh, they had six plays of 30 or more yards at Tulane. <laughs> Not 20, 30 or more yards. You look Pratt uh, to Jaquan Jackson, uh, what, with the 59-yard catch. Uh, I should say uh, the record, tying 87-yard touchdown for Pratt to Jaquan Johnson. They'll watch a 59-yard catch. Pratt, a uh, career-best 50-yard run. And then uh, look at Spears. Runs of 32, 47, and 62. Tulane's offense was off the chart. Uh, you want to talk about a shootout? Now, that's very that's a video game type. That, that, and that it was, was entertaining to people watching oh, it. Oh, without a doubt. Bobby ended for us tonight. All right. Bon nuit, Lejean. Good night, people. Who that? Go Saints! Yeah. Beat those Panthers. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.